So, the Kenyan socialite and supposed businesswoman known as Huda Monroe recently came out on Instagram to talk about how she is not dating Kenyan men again. And she did say that Kenyan men can be too stingy and because she just so happens to love spending money, they are not her cup of tea. Now, considering that there's other men from different countries on this list, I am going to look into that as well. But before I even let this cross over, what the fuck is I love spending money? Like, that's not even specific at all. Get ready for the battle with the sexes. And honestly, I'm trying to wrap my head around this entire thing because it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I can understand things such as retail therapy and, you know, being a shopaholic. But how the fuck do you actually explain the whole attribute of I love spending money? It makes zero sense at all. Like, say what you like spending money on. If you're someone that likes gifting, then you know you can buy stuff that you'll use as gifts for people. You know, if you're into cars, then you like spending money on cars. If it's clothes, then the same thing, you know, shoes and all of that. But if you say that you love spending money, you can spend money for like too many different things. You can, you know, pay off other people's taxes. You can literally just spend money giving it away. Uh, You know, you can spend money on charity. You can use that money and spend it on, you know, drilling a borehole for a disadvantaged community or some shit. Like, there's so much you can do in the name of spending money. So coming out to say that you like spending money doesn't exactly relate to anything. Like, you can spend money doing a ton of things. But anyways, while I'd like to continue talking about how stupid it sounds saying that, you know, you love spending money, she did go on to talk about other people from other nationalities that she's experimented with so that, you know, she can talk about how well-versed she is with different people around the world. And, you know, she mentioned Chinese and Indian people, said that they aren't her cup of tea, which, let's be honest, is a little bit weird considering that these communities actually do really like drinking tea. When you look at the whole idea of, you know, being the Chinese or an Indian, I kind of feel for her in the sense that East Side racism, like the Asians, the Indian racism, is worse than the Western culture racism. Like Western culture racism, you can stand up to them and they'll actually try to listen to you. Like Eastern side racism, you try speaking up for yourself and you're getting shot down as you're talking. That shit ain't nice. Uh, She did go on to talk about how in the black community, a Nigerian is a headache, not bad for enjoyment. But besides that, everything else is a problem if you decide to settle down with them. And to some degree, I'd probably say that I could agree. It's just that I know that there's a few Nigerian guys that are actually really, really good people. And I know two Nigerian people that are genuinely good men. Like, they're good and they've settled down with their babes and they're actually doing it pretty well. And one of them, I'd probably even go and get marriage advice from a couple of years down the line, considering that he just recently got married. Mad shout out to you, Tomide Akinyemi. But in reality, if you are chasing the kind of Nigerian guys that will blow money on you, then you're probably going to be treated like shit. Like, whenever somebody's spending so much cash on you the same way these guys do, there's a certain kind of entitlement that they have, which is why you find that a lot of them end up mistreating their women. You know, they'll beat them, they'll treat them like absolute garbage after not too long of a time, and, you know, they'll move on to the next hot thing. So, while I don't entirely disagree with her, I do have to come out to mention that if you are looking for a good Nigerian man, you can probably find him. It's just that it's a matter of finding a red needle in a needle stack. So it's probably going to be pretty hard. Uh, She did talk about French-speaking black men and said that those were her favorite because they will treat a woman like a queen. And frankly, 
I don't even know if she understands French. So if this guy is banging her and busy talking about how he needs to go back home to his wife and she's busy saying, you know what? Tell it to me again because it sounds so nice with that French accent. I don't really think that relationship's gonna be what you'd call a good one. Just from a communication standpoint. But anyways, that being said, we do have a podcast to begin and I cannot spend any more time talking about tea because we have a lot more to actually discuss on the main podcast. So, in typical fashion... Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one Break Time podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who does not value being everyone's cup of tea, probably because he likes being a tall drink of water. He is a man who once thought that MILF was a combination of milk and beef. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex, and relationships show. Where I get to say something, somebody gets pissed. Usually it's about relationships, but at some point, a conclusion will be drawn and you don't necessarily have to agree or disagree with it. Now while I do want to get into the main topic of today because there is quite a lot to unpack and sieve through and I'm not just saying that as a tea joke, I do want us to talk about Father's Day for a little bit. Now as of the time of this episode being released, Father's Day was roughly about two days ago. It was the past Sunday from when this episode actually came out and people came through you know they made sure they showed love to their fathers on social media and while there's nothing wrong with showing love i just have a bit of a question when it comes to this whole social media thing like are you actually doing it for your parent or are you doing it so that you can show to people that you're showing love which is almost like a self-serving kind of way around because no word of a lie like I get it. People are entitled to appreciating their parents in any way whatsoever. Like, go and appreciate your parents, you know, you can take them on a trip, you can buy them a gift, you can tell them thank you, you can call them if you don't talk to them that much. Hell, there's too many things that you can do to appreciate your father on Father's Day. But I have a bit of a problem here. When you're going out to Instagram to start wishing a happy Father's Day to your father and he's not on Instagram, my question is, Why are you really doing it? Like, who are you really doing it for? There's nothing wrong with appreciating somebody, but aren't you supposed to be appreciating them to their faces, in their presence? Like, maybe it's just me that doesn't fully understand this whole social media thing. But if my father isn't on Instagram, I don't see the reason why I need to start saying Happy Father's Day and plastering his photo everywhere on my socials just for me to express my love for him. Like... I think the person that should be receiving that expression of love should be my father. Whatever the fuck social media cares or thinks isn't entirely any of our or my problem. So my question is, are you really putting up that social media post about Father's Day or, you know, if it's your mother or your father's birthday or Mother's Day? Like, are you putting up that post in appreciation of them? or just for some self-serving nature that you're doing for yourself because honestly if they're not there to actually see it then are you really doing it for them or for yourself then on the other side of this i have a problem with these single moms that decided to hop on to happy father's day because they feel like they have been both the mother and the father to their child which i can debate on so many levels is actual bullshit but you know what A bunch of feminists, a bunch of women decided to hop on this whole trend and you know while I wouldn't mind allowing that to happen, let's not play ourselves here. Some of y'all are actually single parents because y'all wanted free drinks or y'all went to Vasha and you weren't ready to pay your own bills 
or some of y'all just wanted a nice check at the end of every month in the name of child support or some of y'all just saw a future with a guy that is clearly a little bit more like future and you expected him not to behave like his past and i'm not just saying that just for wordplay and some of you want to be remembered on both father's and mother's day in spite of this bs like how the only people that i feel at the very least should be remembered on father's day are the kind of men who had very weak pullout game i'm talking about the likes of nick cannon i'm talking about the likes of future like y'all just went in there and you believed that you know nothing would be left to chance and while chance the rapper could not be reached to actually confirm this nothing did actually happen and in some cases like nick cannon's it happened so well that i think we should probably regard him as 2021's idea of the most fertile man alive and that's right next to the man whose mistress had 10 kids at the same damn time like these two people have shown us that 2021 can bring good tidings in the name of children like the nuts are stronger than most countries economies at this point but anyways that being said i wish a happy belated father's day to each and every man who has been a good father to their child and a good father figure to their child or even someone else's you know even the people with a weak pullout game we appreciate you as well as those of us that are called daddy in the bedroom because clearly these babes do get to swallow some of our kids but anyways that being said we should probably move it on to the main topic of today now about a month ago south africa kind of became a trending topic in a lot of places because at some point it seemed as though the parliament was actually going to legalize polyandry now for those of you all that don't know what polyandry is let me just put it to you like this one woman multiple husbands kind of like polygamy but you know with the roles reversed and when people were kind of thinking about it you know it became something that was very interesting and very profound especially in this part of the planet you know such that even became like you know radio discussions and shit and you know people were coming in and they were saying you know what we should probably have polyandry we have a lot of these women who are cheating they're having one kid from like one man and another kid from another guy and they're married to one man so what if she actually went and she decided to have them you know polyandry is something that's been waiting to happen and I sat and I listened to a lot of these discussions and a lot of women came out to support it. Some were against it. Some men were ready to support it, even though most were actually against it. And I actually decided to kind of think about it as something that we should probably look at. Because while a lot of guys are actually open to the idea of polygamy, you know, the idea of having multiple women and, you know, not having go and do a lot of things in the dark. A lot of women aren't entirely into that entire thing. And when you flip the tables, guys all of a sudden start getting pissed. And they'll usually start making arguments like, oh, you know, this is impossible. It's not right. It's not properly cultured, blah, blah, blah. And frankly, I feel as though sometimes it feels like a losing battle for a lot of women. So instead of being entirely on the guy's side for this whole argument, let me try and be on the babe side. Just so that I can give them a fighting chance because most times I usually play devil's advocate for the guys and it usually brings out a pretty good argument. So how about I try and actually make one for the babes? So if I can try and think of the reasons why polyandry would actually be a good idea for the babes, well, when you kind of think about it, there's a lot of babes that have a lot of kids by a lot of guys and will cheat with a lot of guys. Hell, some women do believe that women actually do cheat more than men do. It's just that they're more quiet about it. You know, they're properly secretive. So guys rarely ever find out something which I can debate. But, you know, that's not the kind of discussion we're having. So, you know, you think about it. 
there's a lot of babes that are already banging different guys on the site there's already babes that are actually having relationships with multiple guys at the same exact time so polyandry would actually work right and when you think about it instead of her cheating on you with you know one or two other guys or you know a bunch of you guys fighting over this one babe what if all of you guys could have the same babe you know almost kind of like time sharing and you know you kind of think about it and it seems like a pretty viable thing all the way up until you actually consider the cons of the entire thing because while in an ideal society this might actually seem like you know a pretty good idea even though an ideal society wouldn't really have cheating i'm thinking of the downsides that can come from such a thing actually coming to fruition because like first and foremost much as the idea of having multiple partners whether it's in the name of polygamy polyandry or just polygyny in general might look like a good solution to cheating there's actually no factual proof that it actually curbs it because there's actually been cases where even a polygamous man is cheating on both his wives like this guy probably just wanted a side chick now you've taken that side chick you've made them a second wife this guy might probably just go ahead and still go and look for another side chick even when he has two wives and that same thing while happening with guys can also happen with women so in a sense using it as a solution to cheating might actually not be an idea that holds that much water then there's the second reason that i kind of looked at even almost as the first one and that is that i have never in my 20 something years of existence ever seen and or heard of a woman that loves her husband and her boyfriend at the exact same time and i get it people have talked about how you know a man can love two women at the same time and hell i've probably said the same thing from time to time maybe not necessarily on mic but off mic i definitely know that i have said something of that sort but while i have said that about guys i can understand why they could say that they can do such a thing and actually live up to it from a cultural perspective i have seen it happen from time to time like people used to do it all the way back in the day hell even muslim culture actually pushes for that to happen in that if you are marrying two wives you are supposed to treat them equally you are supposed to get them everything on an equal level and you are supposed to love them equally so i can get the sense in that but i have never heard of women loving two men that they are romantically involved with at the same exact time even though it's not necessarily in the same exact way so in a sense i don't entirely believe this and yes i know somebody can still come up and say you know what women can love multiple children the same but here's the thing those are children they came out of her vagina this is a man he is going into her vagina these are very different lanes that we are actually looking at here so it seems a lot more impossible to tell me that both will be loved and in a sense it will end up like your classic cheating case where you will find that one person is loved and the other one is fulfilling a need and this is one aspect of cheating that actually cuts across the board and i'm saying this as somebody who was once a side piece like when you look at a guy who has his babe or his wife and a side piece there's a pretty good chance that he loves his woman and he's just using the side piece for some form of casual pleasure or maybe to fulfill a certain need that he is craving that his wife isn't giving and that's the same exact thing that you find with women you find that if the man isn't you know showing her some form of affection and you know there's a side dude that's you know willing to lay the pipe and give the affection 
then she might continue loving the man and you know getting pipe from the side dude or she might love the side dude and you know she's getting some form of monetary satisfaction or you know growth of reputation by being with a man like it's not a very hard concept to actually think about which is why it actually becomes even harder for guys to actually accept it because we already know that like we already know that by the time you're cheating on your mans with some other guy there's something that that other guy is providing that your man isn't and if it's dick supposedly you know let's assume that it's dick let's keep it shallow and just say that it's say dick and you know some form of emotional affection that your man's isn't giving you then that man's of yours is probably being used for oh no social stability financial stability and shit now if you're to bring polyandry into this and you marry one man because he gives you money and you know he takes care of you he uplifts you in society in one way or another by you know making sure you go for you know high class events and shit and then there's this other man who supplies dick you know seems to have good genetics so he'll give you good kids like when you look at it from a guy's perspective it's only one guy that's actually gaining from this and it's probably the guy that's supplying the dick and you know the kids because that's a lot easier to provide but for the guy that's bringing in the money uplifting her reputation and shit it's like he's not gaining anything yet he seems to be giving the most and it doesn't even just have to get to that shallow level you can look at it from you know things like a cultural level usually in our part of the world whenever a man marries a woman usually the woman becomes a part of the man's family now if you've been married to two men then which part of the family are you then there's also the question of the last name are you going to take up my last name do you expect me to take up your last name as a woman like that kind of brings in questions and it kind of shows how our culture and our society actually isn't primed and ready for something like polyandry because we're just not ready for that maybe in a matriarchy of sorts maybe in some of them probably you guys don't mind functioning like you know there's a queen bee and there's a bunch of slaves that will supply her with kids probably it could work but for the most part in this part of the world we're just not ready for it like our culture isn't primed for it like even in a matriarchal society like the kikuyu community they're still not ready for it so even though i do want to try and defend the ladies on this one i just can't because in our part of the world everything is literally against the idea of polyandry and if you want me to kind of sum it down to like the main points of it let me just put it to you like this one the guys here in this part of the world aren't ready to accept it and while i cannot speak for every single man i can speak for quite a good number of them in this case and say that we are not ready for such a thing to happen two it is not socially or morally acceptable in this part of the world to actually have two to three kids from two to three baby daddies like it just looks bad for you guys and even though you can say that oh you know we can try to change it it just doesn't look good like it looks like you've just been hoeing yourself around and you haven't been using protection now thirdly the society here just isn't ready for it it's kind of like open relationships and the way people like to think that open relationships will be the solution to cheating which i think is a very dumb concept and let me just come out here to state that open relationships are even harder than the closed ones and if you want a better explanation as to why that's actually the case battle of the sexes episode 53 is why you'll get your answers from me although i digress the point is society here isn't ready for such a concept as polyandry now last but not least it's culturally not acceptable to do so 
because our cultures have been okay with polygamy they've been okay with monogamy actually right now it's mostly pushing for monogamy even though people are normalizing cheating so if you were to try and bring in the idea of polyandry because we don't have the cultural structures to actually support it we can't actually execute it and actually do it successfully so for the most part people will end up hurting themselves trying to chase something that doesn't work in this part of the world so in concluding let me just kind of say it like this i get it some of you might actually want polyandry to happen just the same way some of you might love to be in open relationships because you think you will get a chance to bang a lot more people without having a lot of the pain but in as much as it might work elsewhere and it might seem like a good thing elsewhere it doesn't necessarily make it fit to actually work in this part of the world and even though you might think it's an answer to a lot of the cheating issues that some of these women are under it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to make cheating stop it's kind of like facetime right now you can get facetime on android but it doesn't actually mean that your android's gonna turn into an iphone so either way you're still stuck with an android but then again i could be wrong so I want to know your thoughts on this. The DMs are open on Instagram. It is at Breaktime on Westside. On Facebook, it is also at Breaktime on Westside. And if you want to slide into my personal DMs, it is at Bagaka the D. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening on Castbox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below, and I will attend to them accordingly. And I will catch you guys on the next break. Take care. <laughs>